Just uh, setting up the live feed, and we'll be good to go here in like 20 seconds. What do you got, a uh, B-52? <laughs> Just iced coffee. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. I think we're ready to roll, guys. Um, well, thanks for uh, joining me, too. Appreciate it. My name is Leighton. I'm one of the uh, producers here on the SA Voice podcast, joined as always by Danny. How are you doing today, man? Doing all right. Not too bad. It's a nice sunny day. Doing some gardening, hanging out, talking to Adam. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, today's guest of honor is Adam Smith um, from the athletics uh, department here to talk to us today about the rebranding process and the thought that went into the new SLC search. Welcome, Adam. Hey, Danny, how you doing? Doing all right. Awesome. awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking time out of your day to join us today. No problem. Anytime. Awesome. I think so first is what is the surge? I remember I was scrolling through Instagram and all of a sudden I see, you know, the same pictures that I see, you know, of, you know, St. Lawrence athletics, but now it says, SLC surge. Yep. What's the question? <laughs> the question is, uh, what is the surge? What was the change? What led to that? Well, the rebrand of the the Viking schooners and sharks has been something in the process for quite some time now. Uh, officially, the ball got rolling a couple years ago. I think it was two years ago. Um, and the reason for the rebrand is that previously St. Lawrence had been operating under three different campuses. So you obviously there's Brockville, Cornwall and Kingston, each of those teams, the Sharks, Schooners and Vikings were three separate teams. So we weren't competing as one St. Lawrence college. But were uh, they playing each other? Yes. So okay. yeah, essentially. And, and part of that is that we were paying three separate fees as well to the OCAA and CCAA. Okay. So yeah, now we've amalgamated where we have one fee. Uh, we're actually one of the last colleges in all of Canada to, uh, have three different separate memberships um, to represent one college. So now we're, you know, with the rest of the group. Uh, and part of the process of becoming one team was that we would rebrand uh, all of all of the college uh, athletics so that we could start fresh as a new team. And, and that's the surge. All right. So how, what does that mean for sports? So does that mean that everything's going to be um, kind of more divided up and between the schools like one school gets basketball another one gets soccer kind of thing well currently every campus has uh, at least one varsity sport so in Brockville they have badminton um, in Cornwall a little bit of a bigger campus has indoor soccer and cross country and and Kingston has the rest of the varsity sports and it's, and it's really based on uh, the population of the of the campuses and that okay. will continue to to be the case that's uh that's good so I'm I'm interested in knowing how this process came to be. So take me back a year or two ago to when the decision was made to rebrand. How, what did the process look like to discovering and eventually um, picking Surge? I'm sure there were tons of uh, names out there. Was it a fan vote? Was it sent out email to the students? How did you guys nail it down to Surge? Yeah, so last last fall, not the fall, it just, just passed, but the, uh, previously, um, they we kind of put it out as a, a voting process or not a voting process, but a submission process uh, where anybody, student, faculty, alumni could submit a name. Um, so we had almost 200 submissions, which was awesome. Um, and then there was a, a, a kind of a committee made to navigate how we would then pare it down to any names that could eventually be chosen as the St. Lawrence uh, athletics brand. Uh, so from there, we, we nailed it down to 10 names 
And then there was a kind of a bit of a vetting process to see, okay, does this name make sense for now and the future? And if it doesn't, then we have to cross it off the list. Uh, so yeah, there was, there was a, a couple of names that, you know, wouldn't work uh, 50 years down the road. So, you know, like we what? had to really pare it down. Yeah, uh, can you share some with us? Well, no? I can't, I can't really share any because part of the process was, was confidential, but uh, I could tell you that, you know, if just using your, your better judgment and how the, the world is now, we have to be careful with, with what we name things. And, uh, and you can see that trend happening all over. So it's, it's not something that's unique to St. Lawrence, but yeah. um, you know, you sticking away from things that were, you know, warfare related or, or uh, yeah. had any type of negative association. So one of those that jumps my mind would be, for example, the Washington Redskins. So you want to stay away from stuff like that. Maybe that's a bit of an antiquated example, but even even the term Viking, you know, 50 years from now, that could even have some negative. Yeah, and, and we, even, we even had those helmets that had the horns and <laughs> Vikings right. didn't even have the horns, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like with any any team name, right? There's positives and negatives. And if you dig deep enough, you can find something. But part of the process and, and one of the benefits to this process being as long as it was is that we could really uh, dig deep and find out as much information as possible about potential names and, and go from there. Yeah. And where did Surge, how did Surge come about? What does Surge mean? Well, Surge was, was part of the, the submission process. So there was a lot of names that were submitted. And then from all of those names that went through the process, and we eventually landed on on Surge. Uh, and Surge is really about energy and, and, you know, the three words that come to mind that we're, we'll be pushing through marketing, energy, momentum, power. Uh, you know, it, it most, most commonly a surge of water, a surge of electricity. Um, it's really about things coming together um and being powerful so you, you know it, it kind of makes a lot of sense for st lawrence's all three campuses are now uh uniting as one so we're surging together which is the hashtag surge together um yeah it makes a lot of sense if you if you if you look at it nice mm -hmm. that's uh that's interesting so i'm interested now um what does the rebranding process look like? So obviously you guys have had your social media push. Is there going to be obviously rebranded clothing and jerseys for the three campuses? And what will that look like? Yep. The plan currently is that we'll, we'll have new jerseys for, for each varsity team, everything from badminton to golf, uh, to soccer, basketball, rugby, the whole, the whole gamut. Uh, there'll be also signage that'll be updated. So currently on the soccer field in Kingston's campus, uh, it says home of the Vikings. So that will obviously be changed to something else, home of the surge or something other branded with the new update. Uh, you know, other than that, we're going to roll things out as we can. There's obviously some uncertainty with the way things are. So, uh, budgets and, and sort of the environment pending. We're going to definitely roll it out as best we can. How difficult the was same? it? Oh. Yeah, that was my question. How difficult was it to pick a brand but have the colors dictated to you? Uh, well, the colors were were never on the table for changing. We wanted to maintain our, our black, red, and white. Uh, we used to be blue, believe it or not, but for the last little while, we've been black, uh, red, and white, and that, those colors weren't changing. And uh, if you look at the corporate the corporate logo with uh, the waves, you know, we're really mirroring that. And uh, behind me, you can see the logo. There's, you know, if you look at it, there's now three waves representing each campus and they're oh, like yeah. woven together to create an S, right? So there's a lot of imagery there that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool S. Yeah, I didn't even see it because, uh, or I didn't see it like that way as the waves and everything, right? That's yeah. pretty cool that you guys did that. Yeah, it comes together. I mean, it, there, it's got a little bit of a superhero vibe, which is kind of, It'll yeah. be fun to market it that way. It's okay, yeah. So, um, when when was Surge chosen, and uh, how long did you guys have to kind of sit on that name and this and this um, this announcement? How long have you guys been sitting on it? Well, the the process 
uh, takes a while because there's a few channels that has to go through for approval, right? So there's the uh, the submission stage, which happened in the fall, and then there was the paring it down, which happened uh, fall in the winter into the winter, um, and then probably I want to say end of January we had a name, uh, and we're starting on an identity to to look at and and piece together to see what this could actually look like when it was uh, fully formed. Uh, and then from there, we had to go to the CET and the board for approval of, of the name and the logo. Mm -hmm. It's been a couple months for sure. What has yeah, the, what has been the most challenging part and um, the part that you're most proud of, if you can break that up into two parts for us? Uh, the, I, I guess the challenge is, is trying to appease everybody. So that's you know, unique to St. Lawrence is that our campus is two hours apart uh from here to cornwall so there's there's a vast difference in campus size and population so uh making sure that all parties involved are, are happy and excited and, and on board to uh, you know rejuvenate this brand uh that's the challenge i think we've we've definitely accomplished that uh the response has been overwhelmingly positive so that's great uh i think the thing that we'd all say that we're most proud of is the fact that we've come up with a unique look that actually makes a lot of sense so you know we're not we're not a team with a picture of a dog as the logo because that, you know, that just, <laughs> there'd be no, no resemblance or, or anything to what St. Lawrence is. And, yeah. But we've landed <laughs> on something that represents the college and not only the college, but also the waterway that unites us all. So, you know, it's, it, it is supposed to be three ways connected into an S. So, you know, it's, it makes a lot of sense. And I think for me, that's what I'm most proud of is that we've, we've come up with something um, that makes sense in so many different layers was there like a logo or like a viking before like on the uniforms or the scooter uh, the last the last viking logo was just the word viking and actually the the v and the viking was it almost looked like a u because it was supposed to be like a viking ship yeah oh, okay. uh, so that, i mean it was it was a it was a word logo essentially uh, um nothing fancy uh but that's what it was for quite some time uh, I know in the in the very past when I was a varsity athlete, like a long time ago, uh, there was some mock-ups for what a new Viking logo could look like, but they never landed. And uh, and you can imagine why. I mean, Vikings is a, a very masculine uh, a brand type of brand. So I mean, you know, you have to try and be careful with that. So the Viking word logo that we've had for quite some time worked for what it was, and you know, it was time for a refresh. Right. Yeah. Um, how has your experience? Um, in the marketing kind of field and background kind of helped with this transition and um, how much did your team kind of have to lean on outside help to kind of go through with this because I know rebranding is kind of a marketing it's a business thing yep. it may not be an athletic um, forte how did you guys kind of manage that yeah we worked uh, very closely with the marketing department at St. Lawrence uh, they were they were they took the lead on the design of the logo uh, and making sure that everything fit the the pieces that we needed to fit um, so they, you know, kudos to them for what they've developed. Uh, I think having me in the college athletics department is definitely a benefit because I come from a sports marketing background. Um, and, you know, I do a lot of Photoshop and that kind of thing in, on the side. So, and during my, in my job. So, I mean, that lends itself well to executing the brand once it's been developed. So anything you see moving forward now is, is probably coming through my desk. Uh, and I think that me with that experience is a huge benefit to, to the department. Nice. And do you have like final say, final word, or um, at least, um, you know, some sort of like voting rights and what goes out? 
Uh, what, what do you mean by goes out? Like what we publish so like, is... uh, like with the exactly like with the logo and all that. Did you have any hand in that? Well, we, we were part of the review process. So, you know, we would get a much like working with a creative agency, we would get right. uh, drafts from marketing um, and and Kevin Biggs, the manager of athletics. And I would would go through it and make sure that it's it's kind of checking off all the boxes. Uh, and again, kudos to marketing. They did a great job. So, yeah, we we're definitely on the review panel for it. So between choosing the new logo, Surge, so let's say you've chosen Surge, you want to move forward with Surge. How quick was the turnaround to go from having chosen your logo and your brand to where we are today? How fast did you come up with the release and the social media plan and, and the design? Well, because of the, the way the climate is today, the, the process was pushed around a little bit. Um, you know, typically we would have had our athletic banquet on like the first or early second week of April. So this year it was supposed to be April 8th or 9th. I can't remember the date now that we're in, I don't know, what are we in August now? Um, August. Uh, it, was, so it, was supposed, it was supposed to be the beginning of April, but you know, with how everything went down, we had to push that back. So the, the brand reveal would have been at the end of the banquet at the beginning of April. So because of the climate, we had to push things back. We had a little bit more time to, to fine tune things and tweak them. And uh, the plan always was from the beginning to unveil the new logo at the end of the banquet uh, because the captured audience at the banquet is are the end users, right? They're the varsity athletes. We want them to be the, excited first and foremost. Uh, so we ended up accomplishing that, which was cool with our, our video awards on YouTube. Um, and yeah, so it all stay the same, but the turnaround was, was pretty tight because of everything being pushed back from March, right. When we got sent home. So the process became a virtual process, but still, nonetheless, we came through. And nice, speaking yeah. of those athletes, what was their first initial reaction to the rebranding? How did the athletes uh, like it? You know, we, ha we haven't heard much negative. That's for sure. Uh, the, we had over 500 people viewing uh, the athletic banquet, which for us is a huge number and probably the largest it's ever been. Uh, that's just the, the viewership to date on YouTube. Uh, a lot of overwhelmingly positive messages from staff and faculty. Uh, you know, we're not as in tune with the athletics or the varsity athletes right now, just because we're all at home and a lot of them still had work to do schoolwork online. Uh, so we, we, made a point not to kind of push them too far because we wanted them to focus on their education and get through school. Cause obviously the times are, are weird. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been positive for sure. And really excited to get back to work. And, and so like, obviously this uh, has been pretty unprecedented. Nobody really expected us to be at home right now, you know, for the last two months or like you said, you know, however long it's been. Uh, what does <laughs> surge look like uh, coming back in the fall? Well, it's, it's all up in the air. It's, you know, we're, we'll hear some news coming down the pipeline uh, in the coming days or weeks, but there's, you know, until we know for sure, there's, there's really nothing I can confirm because, you know, I can't confirm anything I don't know. So right. we just have to cross our fingers and toes and hope that we're, uh, we're back. Uh, yeah, it's definitely unprecedented and not where we want to be. We, you know, we want to be on the field and in the classroom and, and in the office, but, you know, we have to do what's the, the safest, safest procedure and that's uh, doing what we're told at this point. Yeah. Yeah. What's a safe uh, sport, not not so physical or so so much contact that uh, would be good to have uh, coming back? Well, I mean, you you could do singles badminton. You're at least six feet apart in singles there badminton. You go. Um, <laughs> golf is obviously, you know, they're about to open up golf course by the sounds of it. So, uh, golf golf could be uh, a feasible sport if you know if the semester is on or in person or not. I don't know how it's going to look if everything's online or not, but. 
Uh, yeah, most of play some virtual golf or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All well, esports is coming. So hopefully those team sports are able to get back uh, soon. I know yeah. our uh, our soccer, our rugby, our basketball are three of our stronger teams, um, and it'd be great to see the athletes in the new uniforms. So hopefully we we get that chance this fall for sure. And yep. I want to I want to come back to that what you're saying about esports coming. Uh, so we are getting an esports uh, league or team together. <laughs> Putting you on the spot, Adam. <laughs> no, there's, there's nothing formal right now, but we did start dabbling into uh, esports intramurals. So we, we, we did a few rounds of that um, in April. Uh, it's just kind of a test or a feeler to see if there's a, an interest in that. And, you know, we, we know that there is an interest. It's just a matter of, of capitalizing it on it while people are at home and, and looking to do something. Uh, it's, it's something that a couple of us in the office have thrown around for some time now it's just you know with with varsity on the go and actual intramurals it's something that we just push push down the the line because you know we have to focus on on what we're there for uh but now with everybody home we can put a put a new focus on something else and that's you know i think esports is going to definitely rise yeah and that would be good too because that is definitely a sport that you can do from home yep yep definitely so um just going back to the release when you guys kind of made the announcement a week or two ago, you guys kind of had a, a unique uh, kind of take on how to release it. And I'm speaking specifically of uh, Ron Perlman. So we've had a few people kind of ask, um, how did that end up happening? How'd you guys get him involved? What was the idea behind the uh, the crazy Star Wars poster as well? I really like that kind of <laughs> that cross branding from a marketing student perspective. That was cool to see. Talk me through the thinking behind some of that. Uh, I mean, starting with with uh, Star Wars. I mean, that's it was May the Fourth be with you. So it's you know you either do something or you don't. So I, you know I, my fiance told me to do something like that. So I kind of ran with it. Uh, so I'll give her all the credit on that. I just photoshopped faces on the pictures, but uh, <laughs> that, it turned out well. That was cool. But uh, Ron Perlman, I, I actually uh, am connected through somebody else to Ron Perlman because I used to work for a social media company based out of Los Angeles. Uh, and Ron Perlman was one of our first clients. So, uh, really? yeah. So when we were going through this process, I kind of reached out to my old old contacts there and we, ma we made it happen. That's nice. great. So did you... Um did you get to talk with him personally or was um, what did that process look like? And was there compensation involved for him? Was it a volunteer thing? What, what, uh, what the, 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 the process at this time around, I have, I have had connections and, and conversations with him through email, but no, nothing in person or, or over the phone or anything like that. Uh, but the process was, I just texted uh, the guy who owns the social media company. He was very close with Ron uh, and we kind of just made it happen. And, you know, probably quarantine and self-isolation played a good part in it. Cause you know, we're, some of us aren't doing too much these days. Uh, and, uh, and he's a great, Ron's a great guy. If you ever had a chance to listen to his, uh, his book, uh, the, the easy street, the hard way. It's, it's a great, great listen, uh, to learn about who Ron is. Um, but yeah, in terms of conversation, totally free of charge. He did that wow. the, no cost to the college, uh, which is, which is awesome. Cause you know, typically that might cost a lot of money. So, no uh, yeah, definitely no leveraged There's some great connections and, and, uh, I have uh, Patrick Carson who will listen to this at some point to thank for all that. So thank you, Patrick. Nice. There you go. There you go. Is that the gentleman who owns the media company in LA? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Good stuff. Right yeah, on. he gave me a chance a bunch of years ago, and I've made some cool connections and, and projects from there. It's all about who you know and fostering those relationships. That's uh, yes, sir. Definitely what we're learning for sure. So yeah, speaking uh, of projects, Adam. Um, so 
a few months ago, you put on, you were, uh, there was going through some Instagram posts and uh, this girl with no name was uh, put up by you. And then I was looking into it. It's a pretty cool little graphic novel. What is, did yeah. you, what was your uh, role in it? What, what did you have to play in it? Uh, I literally uh, just designed a number of pages in the book, not actually drew, drew or draw the, the pages, but um, laid out some of the additional pages. So not the actual graphic novel part itself. Uh, that was a real artist that got paid for that. Uh, <laughs> but some of the other additional pages like publisher letters and fan art and all and just a lot of additional pages but the the thing that i'm probably most proud of is the cover was uh designed by me so again i didn't draw the actual picture of the girl with no name but i laid out the cover and you know i get cover credits for that so uh, definitely one of the more unique projects i've been a part of yeah it says it's gonna be a a movie too yeah so the, the idea behind that was that they were gonna do a kickstarter campaign um and if it was successful they would then uh, push it to a movie and it ended up becoming the most successful comic book kickstarter campaign in history i believe uh so the movie will definitely get made whether or not i get a knock on the door to help with that or not <laughs> up in the air but uh definitely just happy to be a part of it good for you man nice that's yeah that news. is really yeah. cool yeah it's exciting to so, see those yeah, passion projects eh? Yeah, and it's it's cool because it's a female-led project. So you know, while I'm a, I'm a man, I got to be involved in something that is primarily uh, being made by women, which is very cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool, absolutely. And um, if we wanted to buy a copy, where could we get one? Uh, if you Google Legion M, you should be able to, or a girl with no name and Legion Legion M. Legion M is the company that uh, is that they're they're producing the the book and eventual movie so uh if you google that you can find the, the kickstarter or the the shop page and there's definitely books there it's pretty reasonable uh cost to buy if you want nice. if you want a book with with my name in it yeah maybe uh <laughs> maybe i can put the link in below the youtube video after we uh, end uh end our live we'll session here and we can uh, link some people that way absolutely um, so thanks for the info uh, um adam so speaking more on uh on a personal side, we kind of ask most of our guests this, but how have you and your family been doing through this whole COVID-19 crisis? And uh, what are you looking forward to the most to coming back when this lifts in a few months, hopefully? Uh, I mean, it's, it's awesome to be at home. It's like I tell anybody who's working and has kids at home that I've spoken to while self-isolating. Uh, you know, I have a young young child. He's right, currently almost 10 months old. Um, I would have never gotten this time with him otherwise right so unless i took a paternity or he is 10 months old sorry um i would have never had this time with him or my young young kid in any other you know opportunity in the world so you know while it's very uncertain and more negative than positive that everybody's at home and this whole thing's happening and you know blessed to have that time with him that i'll never never ever have again potentially so right. um, that's a, a true benefit to to being at home um you know, my job, I'm very fortunate that I can, I can work from anywhere with an internet connection and a computer. So, uh, you know, it, it hasn't affected me the way it affects other people who really re rely on being in the office or, you know, at their workstation. Uh, I can work from the couch, I can work in bed, I can work at a desk, you know, and I can still do the same level of work that I could do in the office, which is awesome. Uh, you know, you miss those connections though. So that's, that's probably the thing you miss the most is seeing the people that you work with in the halls and the team that, that gets it done around you. So, um, you know, that's the dark side to being at home. You don't get to work with your, with your team. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. We feel that too here, even on the voice podcast, having to set yeah. up all these meetings and book guests. It's, it's definitely a different flavor to it being all virtual. Yeah. Um, I got one more question for you. Sure. Quarantine ends tomorrow. It's the first thing you do. What do you mm. go by? Where do you go? Who do you see? Who do you hug? What's the first thing you do? Well, we'll skip the who do you hug part because like that, I don't want to leave anybody left out. But um, <laughs> I tell you what I would do if quarantine ended tomorrow and it was like two years ago, I'd go to chapters. Oh, I would, really? Uh, I mean, the Indigos is at the mall now, but is it Indigo or chapters? Indigo. Yeah. Right? Indigo. Yeah. Uh, at the Cataraqui Center. Uh, we, we go there at least once a week. And I, I miss that place more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, and the old chapters, if you if you were in Kingston when that was here, if you've been to the one in Belleville or any other one where it's actually still like a, a giant, I don't know, it's just great. It feels like you're somewhere else for sure. Um, yeah. But I miss the environment of, of that store and all the books and the Starbucks and all that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, the mall in general, man, I just want to go to the mall. There you go, mall rat. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go to the mall and walk around and buy nothing. Yeah, yeah. window shop. Mm -hmm. oh. there you go awesome uh danny you got any more questions uh no just uh adam where can people find you follow you uh instagram and twitter at only adam smith um facebook good luck finding me because my name's adam smith um, <laughs> but uh for athletics uh, the new website is slcsurge.com um so if you want to find us there that's it's just slcsurge.com or .ca and on social media it's all been switched over to slc surge so awesome that's nice it. Cool. okay well thank you uh to both of you appreciate your time adam great having you on as always um this is i think your third time now you're your so, yeah. guest of honor so <laughs> esteemed guest we always appreciate having you on and uh we'll probably talk to you again this summer definitely right on adam thanks thanks guys thanks yep. for your time guys take care